Hey everyone, welcome to Jiva Mukti Yoga with Jessica Stickler, a podcast where I record one full-length Jiva Mukti class every month and post it up for you all to enjoy. Um, please connect with me over social media. Twitter and Instagram are handles are at Yoga Stickler and find me on Facebook at Jessica Stickler Yoga. And please feel free to send me your questions, your thoughts, your comments about the podcast. I would love to know what y'all are thinking and what it, what's inspiring you. And of course, any questions that you might have, um, I'd love to make myself available to answer those questions. So find me, shoot me a message. Um, and if you're enjoying the podcast, please visit the website, yogastickler.com. And on the upper right-hand corner, you'll see a button uh, labeled donate. And if you would consider donating even just $1 per podcast you've enjoyed, which is a small fraction of what a real live class costs, um, it would go a long way to helping me keep these podcasts going. Um, I intend to keep the podcasts free, but there are some background costs such as, you know, web hosting and, uh, you know, it, and stuff like that. Also, if you like the podcast, but you want more of a visual element, um, start, uh, starting last year at the Jiva Mukti Center in Jersey City, we've started live streaming classes. So if you want more of a live stream experience where you can actually see what we're up to, if I'm teaching something unusual or that you haven't seen before, it's a little bit easier to get the visual cue and and see what's going on. Uh, you log on to jivamuktiyogalive.com and you can get either a, a 48 hour pass or you can get a month pass and you can stream all the classes you want. We keep classes up for about a week, I think. So the classes refresh all the time. You can see uh, what's new and exciting, what we're, you know, what themes we're teaching from the focus of the month and get some ideas. So anyway, that's jivamuktiyogalive.com if you want to join us live streaming. Okay, I think that's it for now. I hope you enjoy the class this month. Thanks. Back where we to our spots later, but go everyone go over to the same wall so I can see everybody. Go ahead. <laughs> you have a question? If we're doing what? It's a surprise. It won't be a surprise very long, though, because we have to start class. <laughs> okay, so put your blankets next to the wall and sit on your blankets. So, Elizabeth, I, I want, to, um, want to assure you, I feel amazing. I know I don't sound great. I know I sound a little bit gross. It's kind of lingering from uh, whatever affected me last weekend, but... Um, I, I feel great. So I just want you to know I'm not contagious anymore. I just sound weird, okay? I sound like a frog today. So um, anyway, <laughs> should make class a little bit interesting. Um, so put your seat and your back all the way up against the wall. Even walk your hands forward and push the floor with your hands in order to push 
your buttocks as far up against the wall as you possibly can. Maybe get it even closer than you thought you could get it before. Good. And then come back up to sit. And then try to just notice like what parts of the back touch, want to touch the wall. Now, the whole surface of the back isn't going to be against the wall. It's not even possible. Even if you tried to smush your lower back to touch the wall, then the shoulders will come away from the wall. In fact, everyone try that. Push your abdomen back so that your lower back starts to come into contact with the wall and notice what leaves the wall, yeah? Okay, so bring the shoulder blades back onto the wall. So knowing that there is gonna be a little bit of a space between the lower back and the wall, knowing that, try to touch as much of the rest of the back body against the wall as you can. And then bring the arms by the sides and push your fingertips into the floor. Push your fi or into your blankets, whichever, yeah. Push your fingertips into the floor to grow taller in the spine, yeah. If the arms are a little too close to the body, again, the upper arm is gonna come forward and make the shoulder blades leave the wall. So take the arms just a little bit away from the wall so that you can tack the whole back of the shoulder blade and the whole back of the upper arm onto the wall. Is this making sense so far? Notice for a moment, to, in order to get the upper arm and the shoulder blade against the wall, did you push your lower back forward? Is there a gripping in those back muscles? So, probably yes. That's usually our strategy when it comes to that. But instead of, the corrective measure isn't to push your ribs back, right? Because then we'll have the other problem. So we have to get out of thinking of forward and back. We have to get out of forward and back binary thinking, and we have to think in a different way. Instead of going forward or back, we're going to go up. So push your fingertips into the floor or into the blankets and go up. Take the sides of the rib cage up. Take the creases of the armpits up. Take the crown of the head up. Even slide the little back of the skull up against the wall. See if by going up, the question of front to back kind of resolves itself. The rib cage can soften down in the front, the lower back can soften, so there's no gripping, excess gripping or tension there, yeah? And then notice if any tension has started to come into the legs or the hips and see if you can soften the legs and the hips down. And then maintain that uprightness, but let the fingertips leave the floor. Keep your upper arm bones at the wall for the moment. Now, we are going to bring the palms of the hands together in front of us. But that's going to present a, a, a bit of a question for us, because we're going to have to take the upper arm bones away from the wall in order to make that happen, right? But as we make that negotiation, as we decide okay, I'm gonna let my upper arm bones come away from the wall in order to join my hands together. Don't make it about letting the upper arm bones fall forward and thus closing the chest. So keep the chest as open as you have it now and try to bring the hands together at the center of the chest. So we're gonna, we're gonna take what I've been calling all week a leaderless ohm, meaning Y'all are gonna work together on it. I'm not gonna ohm, because I can't really manage to eke out an ohm myself. So don't wait for me. 
in other words. Don't wait for me to sort of lead the om. So inhale a deep breath. Let's try that again. Don't wait for me. You have to listen to each other and co-create this om together. Ready? Inhale. And then release the hands down. Move your body. So just scoot your blankets and your body forward just one centimeter away from the wall so that no part of your physical body is touching the wall. Come on. Hello. We don't have all day. Okay. <laughs> so no part of the physical body is touching the wall, and yet you still have the sense of the wall being behind you. And again, see if you can recreate that feeling of the back being against the wall. So the buttocks and the sacrum touching the wall, the back of the shoulder blades, even the back of the upper arm bones. And again, try to notice if your strategy is to take the ribs forward, gripping the lower back, or to push the ribs back and thus create that rounding. So you can eliminate that by going up. So in going up, we sort of eliminate the front to back question. And then the front to back question kind of self-resolves. Good. And then imprint that in the muscle memory and in the memory memory, in the brain memory and in the muscle memory. Actually, it's all brain memory. It doesn't really have to do that much with the muscles. It's all about the nervous system. But that's another story for another day. Okay, stand up. Put your blankets more towards the front of the room so that you can stand with your back against the wall. Okay, if you put your heels all the way against the wall, you're going to notice there's, there's a, your body wants to sort of tip forward, yeah? You might even notice that the weight is more in the toes now than in the center of the foot. Is that happening? Whew. I should have brought a round of coffees, huh? Is everyone still asleep? Okay. So move your heels just a teensy tiny bit away from the wall so you can get your feet up under you. I can't tell you exactly how much because we're all a little bit different, but you're going to just move the heels a little bit out away from the wall so that you don't have that tipping forward towards the toes effect. And again, try to notice the parts of the back that are touching the wall, right? Um, and again, notice that if we try to touch more of the back to the wall, we'll have that same problem of the shoulders coming forward. So go ahead and try that. Try to touch your lower back all the way against the wall. Ugh, that's not great. <laughs> Good. And then as you try to move the shoulder blades further back towards the wall and tack the flat part of the back of the shoulder blades against the wall, again, notice if the strategy is to push the muscles of the lower back forward and there's sort of a gripping comes in if you do that. Go ahead and do that. Exaggerate it if you're not sure what I'm talking about. Exaggerate the ribs going forward and you'll be able to feel what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay, so bring the arms a little bit away from the sides of the body. If they're too close, it's going to take the arm bones again away from the wall instead of towards the wall. Move the upper arm bones and the backs of the shoulder blades against the wall. And then instead of resolving from a front to back question, resolve by going up. So see if you can take the crown of the head up, 
See if you can take the uh, sides of the rib cage up. In fact, let's all reach the arms up overhead for a moment. And let the upper arm bones help you to lift up through the sides of the trunk and up through the top of the chest even more than you thought you could. And then keep that lift, keep that sense of going up, but bring the arms down. Good. Again, arms a little bit away from the sides of the body. Touch the back of the upper arms onto the wall. And then let the skin of the outer pinky finger touch the wall so that your hands aren't forward of the sides of the body, but they're right alongside the sides of the thighs there. And then can you reach your arms down in such a way that you can slide your pinky fingers a little bit further down towards the floor so that there's another opening happening across the chest and there's a little bit of a stretch or a little bit of a, a lengthening of the arms happening, yeah? Okay, now step one centimeter away from the wall so that no part of your back body is physically touching the wall, but you're still able to sort of use the imprint of the wall to find your standing position, to find your Tadasana. So again, think of going up rather than a question of forward or back to find the alignment. Think about the pinky fingers sliding down the imaginary wall behind you, upper arm bones and shoulder blades tacking back against the imaginary wall. Amazing, and then memorize it. Imprint it into your muscle memory and into your memory memory, and then we'll come back to your mat. <laughs> Good. Okay, and then stand up at the front of the mat. And right away, reconnect to that feeling that we uh, got at the wall. So see if you can imagine there's an imaginary wall. Imagine there's an imaginary wall. Good one, Jessica. Imagine there's a wall right behind you. And again, find the buttocks, the back of the shoulder blades, the upper arm bones, and even that little spot at the back of the skull touching the wall. Good. And then make sure there's no gripping in the lower back muscles because you're pushing forward. Make sure the chest is open and not closing down. Lift up through the top of the head, up through the sides of the waist. Reach down through the fingertips, down through the heels of the feet. Amazing. So, Tadasana. It's not just standing around, right? In fact, for today's practice, like, like between each sun salutation, sometimes... Sometimes when we do, like when one sun salutation ends, we just sort of wait around for the next one to begin, right? It becomes like a water cooler break for everyone. Instead, between each sun salutation, see if you can come right back to that Tadasana feeling and recreate as much of that feeling of standing at the wall as we just worked on, yeah? Okay, so let's try it. So, as you inhale, reach the arms up overhead, palms of the hands pressed together. <coughs> as you exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, lift the head and the chest to prepare. Exhale, hop or step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Good. Breathe in. Breathe out. One. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hop or step the feet to the hands. 
Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, release the arms. Good. Inhale, reach up. Palms of the hands pressed together. Look up. Exhale, fold forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, lift head and chest. Exhale, hopper, step back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale. Exhale, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hopper, step feet to hands. Exhale, fold forward. <coughs> Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead. Exhale, Tadasana. Find that Tadasana shape, imaginary wall behind you. Imprint it in the physical memory. Okay, inhale, reach the arms up. Last one like this. Exhale, fold all the way forward, hands to the floor. Inhale, lift the head and the chest. Exhale, hopper, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Breathe in. Breathe out, one. Inhale. Exhale, two. Good. Let the butt bones go up more so that you can find this in length in the back. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hopper. Step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, stand up, reach the arms up overhead, palms pressed together. Exhale, release the arms, Tadasana. Take a moment to find the alignment again. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to the floor, fold forward, Uttanasana. Inhale, lift the head and the chest. Exhale, hopper, step back, Chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift all the way up to warrior one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back and lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Other side. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing. Exhale, downward facing. Again, both sides. Inhale, right foot forward, warrior one. Good. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, slowly lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, hands to the floor. Step back, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Breathe in. Breathe out one. Yes, more butt bones. There you go. Breathe out two. Inhale. Exhale, three. Inhale. Exhale, four. Inhale. Exhale, five. Bend the knees. Inhale, hopper. Step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees, reach the arms up, Utkatasana. 
Exhale, stand up, release the arms, Tadasana. Inhale, hook the thumbs, reach the arms up and arch back. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, lace the hands together, extend the arms and legs. Inhale, hands to the floor, step the right foot back to lunge, look forward. Exhale, step all the way back, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin down to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet, then extend the legs, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Exhale, left foot follows the right, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up, arch back, straighten the legs. Exhale, bend the knees, swing the arms behind the back, lace the hands together. Inhale, hands touch the floor, step the left foot back. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward to plank pose. Exhale, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, forward to plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin down to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet. Then extend the legs, downward dog. Inhale, left foot steps forward. Exhale, right foot follows the left, fold forward. Inhale, bend knees, hook thumbs, reach up. Arch back, straighten the legs at the top, straighten the legs. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Good, hands on your waist. As you inhale, lift up your chest and arch back. Exhale, fold forward. Reach out and grab hold of the big toes with the peace sign fingers. Feet are about inner hip distance apart, so five, six inches apart maybe. Good. Inhale, look forward. As you exhale, fold forward. Pull up on the toes to pull your head down towards your legs. Good. <clears throat> so that whole idea of the, of the leaderless om, right? I was thinking um, long and hard about the word leaderless and what that means or doesn't mean, right? Leaderless does not mean we're powerless, leaderless just means that there's sort of, that each of us is doing an equal amount of listening as creating. So we're co-creating that OM together, just like we're co-creating the class together. There's even a way in which, like, even as we move, right, if you don't know a particular movement, you can kind of glance out of the corner of your eye, or if you, if you didn't get an instruction, you can sort of feel the, uh, the practitioner on the mat next to you and, and get involved with it. Inhale, look forward, and then slide the palms of the hands underneath the soles of the feet, right? <clears throat> so this idea of it being a two-way street, like both, uh, both being in the receptive mode and being in the productive mode at the same time. <clears throat> on the inhale, lift the head and the chest, look forward. Exhale, hands on your waist. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. 
Exhale, feet together, arms alongside the body. Now as you inhale, bend the knees and reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the right side. Hook the left upper arm outside of the right knee. Press palms of hands together. Breathe in. Breathe out. Have both kneecaps pointing straight ahead. Two. Palms of the hands pressing together. Three. Good. Bend the knees even more. Sit low. Take your hip creases back. Take your inner knees back. Five. Keep your knees deeply bent. Inhale. Reach up to the center. Chair pose. Exhale. Hands to prayer. Twist to the left side. Hook your right upper arm outside of your left knee. That's it. Both kneecaps pointing front and center. And also crown of the head pointing same direction as, as the kneecaps. Exactly. Two. Good. Three. Sit lower and sit back. Try to drag the inner knees back and the hip creases back. Five. Keep your knees deeply bent. Inhale, reach up to the center. Exhale, hands to the earth, fold forward. Inhale, lift the head and the chest. Exhale, hop or step back, chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward. Turn the back heel down. Lift all the way up to warrior one. Exhale, open the hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, reach all the way out to the right for triangle pose. Right hand down, left arm up. Good. Keep breathing. And so the breath, the breath actually kind of mirrors this idea of equal parts giving and receiving, right? Because we want the inhales to match the exhales in every quality. So we want them to be as uh, sonorous as each other, as loud as each other. We want the inhales to be the same duration of time as the exhales. We want the same volume of air in both directions so that we're doing equal parts giving out to the world and equal parts taking in. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, bend the right knee. Warrior two. <clears throat> One. Good. Two, take the feet a little bit wider. Bend the right knee a little bit more. Go, uh, go deep with the legs. Go down with the hips and down with the legs. And then even though the legs and the hips are going down, lift the center of the chest up. Bring the arms parallel to the floor. So the upper body lifts up even as the legs go down. Inhale, extend the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee. Place the right hand down outside of the right foot. Reach the left arm all the way over the left ear for extended side angle. Good. Good. Reach the left fingertips all the way towards the window side of the room, towards the front of the room. Press your right leg against your right arm so there's a connection there. Keep spinning the center of the chest towards the blue wall and then even look under your left upper arm towards the ceiling to keep that turning action going. On your inhale, bring both hands to the floor. Exhale, lower the left knee down onto the floor. Inhale, lift the arms up, lift the trunk up. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. I mean, sorry, to the right side. Whew, little brain, brain moment there. Now, before you go any further, try this. Bend the right knee more. Take the right knee more forward. Then, as you extend the left leg back, the right knee will be in the right place. Good. Yeah, go for it. Because sometimes when we extend the back leg, it pulls 
the front knee back. So if you, if you sort of anticipate that and go forward a little bit, then going back can, be, uh, can work. Good, bring both hands to the floor. <clears throat> Hop the back foot in a little bit closer. Start to straighten both legs. Yep, so the right foot is still forward and the left foot is about a foot and a half behind the right foot. Both heels down onto the floor. Straighten both legs. If your hands can no longer touch the floor with both legs straight, then put your hands on blocks. So straighten both legs, all the way, all the way. Even grab your blocks if you need to. And then as you inhale, lift your head and your chest, look forward, look forward, eyes forward, collarbones forward. And then as you exhale, fold over the right leg. <coughs> straighten, 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 yes. And now we're talking. <laughs> Good, on the inhale, bend the right knee. Exhale, hands grab your waist. Inhale. Lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, square the trunk forward. So face the left part of the trunk more forward. Inhale, reach the left arm up. Exhale, take the left arm all the way forward and down for rotated triangle pose. Left hand touches the floor, or if it's difficult to touch the floor, put a block under your left hand and reach the right arm up. Pavrita Trikonasana, rotated triangle pose. Good, keep pressing down through the back foot down through the back foot. That's what's gonna keep you anchored. In fact, the more ambitiously you twist, the more the left leg is gonna to wanna to twist. So if you keep the left leg, the back leg strong, then you can twist and still have your grounding, still have your footing. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Exhale, downward facing dog. <clears throat> Join the legs together. Inhale, plank pose. Exhale onto the right hand and the outer edge of the right foot, side plank. Squeeze the legs together. Two, that's it. Three, inhale, plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet, then extend the legs, downward facing dog. Inhale, step the left foot forward, Virabhadrasana one. Exhale, open the hips and arms, Virabhadrasana two. Inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, reach all the way out to the left for triangle pose. Left hand down, right arm up. Breathe in. Good, keep breathing. Two. Firm up the legs, straighten the knees and firm up the skin above the knees. Three. On your inhale, lift all the way upright. Exhale, bend the left knee, Virabhadrasana two. Take the feet a bit wider. Bend more into the left knee. Try to get the left knee to hover over the left ankle and try to get the left hip on the same level as the left knee, meaning your thigh bone is wanting to be parallel to the floor. <coughs> On the inhale, extend the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee. Take the left hand down outside of the left foot. Reach the right arm all the way over the right ear. Parsvokanasana. Straighten the right elbow. Straighten the right elbow even more. Yeah, there we go. Outer edge of back foot reaching down into the floor. 
On the inhale, bring both hands to the floor. Exhale, lower the right knee down to the floor. Inhale, lift the arms up, lift the torso up. Exhale, hands to prayer, twist to the left side. And then move your left knee a bit more forward. So bend the left knee more, even past the ankle a little bit. Then start to extend the right leg for standing spinal twist. Good. Two. Try to lift your chest all the way up to meet your thumbs, even if it doesn't happen today. Just bring them closer together. Straighten the back leg more for me. Three. Five, good, inhale both hands down to the floor. Hop the back foot in just a little bit closer. Start to straighten both legs. Inhale, look forward, lift your head and your chest. Exhale, fold forward. Straighten both legs, even if your hands need to be on blocks. Go ahead and grab your blocks so you can straighten your legs. That's it. Good, ground down through both feet equally. So back foot needs a little extra effort since the upper body is leaning over the front leg. On your inhale, soften your left knee. On your exhale, hands grab your waist. Inhale, stand all the way upright and straighten both legs. Exhale, turn the trunk to face forward, so bring the right side around a little bit more. Inhale, reach the right arm up. Exhale, take the right arm all the way forward and down for rotated triangle pose. Reach the left arm up. <clears throat> good, push down through the, the, the right heel and the right foot. Three, good, yes. Good, get strong in that back leg and then the stronger the back leg is, the more the twist can come. Good, inhale both hands to the floor. Exhale, step back, downward facing dog. Join the legs and the feet together. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale onto the left hand and the outer edge of the left foot for side plank. Put on the inhale, plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra pose. Exhale, tuck the toes, seat all the way back to the feet. Then extend the legs, downward facing dog. So try this, in your downward facing dog, you know, usually we sort of overemphasize the downward energy of the legs. Like you always hear teachers saying, push your heels down, push your heels down. In fact, do that, push your heels down and disregard every other alignment instruction you've ever heard and just press your heels down into the floor and pretend that, that, that that's the goal of downward facing dog. Then try this instead. <laughs> lift all 10 toes up, lift your toes up. Those are your heels, put your heels down. Your toes are the little tiny things at the front of your feet. Lift your toes up instead of your heels. Put your heels down, lift all 10 toes up. No, 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 put your feet back where they came from. Your feet didn't move, you're just lifting your toes up. Toes, toes, lift them away from the floor. 
Okay. So feel how when you lift the toes up, lift them higher, the inner arch starts to lift up, the inner ankle bones start to lift up, the, the shins start to lift up, the kneecaps and the upper legs start to lift up. Can you feel all that upward energy of the legs? Now keep some of that upward energy, but just relax the toes down. So that instead of the legs just being a downward trajectory towards the earth, or just an upward trajectory towards the sky, that there's actually an equal parts downward moving energy and upward moving energy. Bend the knees and look forward. Hopper, step the feet to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, step the feet about mat width distance apart or so. Turn the toes a little bit out. Exhale, bend your knees and come into a deep squatting position, hands together at the center of the chest. Inhale, stretch the left arm out in front of the left leg. Right arm reaches up and back. And then everyone take your right arm around behind your back. <clears throat> you can either keep the left hand on the floor there, or you can take the left arm around the front of the left leg and connect the hands together. Lift the center of the chest. Spread open the collarbones. Roll the right shoulder up and back. Okay, so we're going to come back the same way we came in, backtracking. Press the left hand down, reach the right arm up, and then press both of the hands together at the center of the chest. Okay, reach the right arm in front of the right leg, left arm reaches up. Everyone take the left arm behind the back. And then you either keep the right hand on the floor or you take the right arm around the front of the right leg to connect the hands to. And if it doesn't happen, if you give it a try and it's not happening, then just bring the hand back to the floor. Three. Lift the chest. Spread the collarbones. Look all the way over your left shoulder to help the upper body twist a little bit. Okay, backtracking. Right hand down, left arm up. Exhale, palms of the hands meet together at the center of the chest. Bring the hands down to the floor. Raise the hips up and fold forward over the legs. Let your head hang down for a moment. Let your arms hang down. <coughs> and then heel toe your feet about halfway in towards each other. Press the palms of the hands down into the floor, even if you need to bend your knees to do it. We're going to move into crow pose, arm balancing. So lift your heels high up. Touch your knees onto the backs of your upper arms. Shift your weight forward into your hands. It might be the case that your feet stay on the floor today. Or you might lift one foot off the floor and keep one foot on the floor. Or you might lift both feet up off the floor. Good. Then as you exhale, make your way back to Chaturanga. Hopper, step back. Inhale, upward dog. Exhale, downward dog. Inhale, step the right foot forward, warrior one. Exhale, open the hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the right leg. Exhale, bend the right knee again and place the right hand down inside of the right foot. Left arm reaches straight up.
So bend the left knee all the way over the left ankle. I mean, sorry. I'm fired. Bend the right knee all the way over the right ankle. And if you bend it a little more, you'll be able to get your hand all the way down into the floor. Good. Then left arm reaches up. One long line from wrist to wrist. Even lean the right arm and the back of the right shoulder against the right knee in order to open up the left part of the chest even more. Now on your inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Straighten both legs. Good. Exhale. Parallel your feet to the open side. Hands grab your waist. Good. So turn the toes a little bit in towards each other. No turnout on the feet. Inhale, lift up your chest. Roll your shoulders up and back. Exhale, fold all the way forward over both legs. <clears throat> on your inhale, lift your head and your chest. So come to like a flat back and bring your fingertips onto the floor ever so slightly in front of your shoulders and ever so slightly wider than your shoulders. And then keep your fingertips on the floor, push down through your heels and firm up the upper legs. So the legs are firming and strong, and then keep the legs straight, keep the legs strong, but bring the head closer to the floor by bending the elbows out to the right and left side. Good, don't come forward, just go down. Ah, yes. Okay, lift the head and the chest. Look forward. Oh, well, okay. Now press the palms of the hands down and then start to walk the hands back as if you wanted to line up your hands between your feet. But if your hands don't stay flat on the floor as you start to walk them back, then just keep them a little bit of forward. Good. Then start to bend the elbows out towards the back wall, uh, not the back wall, the wall that's behind you now and bring your head closer to the floor. Mm -hmm. Straighten your legs all the way. Straighten your legs and firm up the legs. Good. And if, it, and if the head comes to the floor too easily, then bring your feet just a little closer together so that you have something to reach into here. Straighten your legs. Yes. Okay, on the inhale, lift your head and your chest. Exhale, hands grab your waist. On the inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, turn the right toes out. Bend the right knee, coming back into your warrior two. Inhale, place the right hand down on the inside of the right foot. Left arm reaches up. <clears throat> this time, take your left arm all the way around behind your back. And then you can either keep the right hand on the floor or you can take the right arm underneath the right leg and connect the hands together for a bound extended side angle pose. Similarly, lean your right shoulder back against your right leg to see if you can open up the chest even more. So more here. Uh-huh. That's it. That's it. Now it's coming. Okay, slowly and mindfully and with breathing, start to extend the right leg. If it doesn't want to extend all the way, that's okay. You keep it where you feel that first moment of resistance and you keep breathing. And you know that you're moving towards straightening the leg, but you're breathing into that uh, spot of resistance. Don't force it. Don't push and pull on the muscles. Breathe into the muscles. There you go. Good. Inhale, bend the right knee. Exhale, place the right hand down. Reach the left arm up. Inhale, both hands to the floor. Step into a plank pose. <coughs> Stay in your plank pose for a moment. Look forward. 
Make both legs firm and strong. And then lift your right toes one inch off the floor. That is way more than one inch. One inch off the floor. Try to have your right leg as straight and strong as your left leg so that I almost couldn't tell by looking at you which one is on the floor and which one is up. And then place your right toes down. Lift your left toes one inch off the floor. Make your left leg feel as strong and straight as your right leg so I almost wouldn't be able to tell which one is which. And then set them down. Inhale, reach your right arm alongside your right ear. Reach towards the front of the room. Try not to twist the hips. Try to stay as level as you can. Exhale, right hand down. Inhale, reach the left arm forward towards the windows. Try to keep the hips as level as you possibly can. Left hand down. Take an inhale. Exhale, the knees, chest, and chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes under. Move the seat all the way back to the feet. Then extend the legs, downward facing dog. <coughs> okay. Moving into the left side now. Inhale, step the left foot forward into warrior one. Exhale, open the hips and arms to the side, warrior two. Inhale, straighten the left leg. Exhale, bend the left knee. Take the left hand down inside of the left foot. Reach the right arm straight up. Good. So if you bend a little bit more into the left knee, you can press the left hand all the way down. Perfect. Then lean your left arm and your left shoulder back against your left knee so that you can open up the topmost part of the chest even more. Good. On the inhale, lift all the way upright to a standing position. Exhale, parallel the feet, hands on your waist. This time, take the arms behind the back and interlock the fingers together. Inhale, lift the chest. Pull the upper arm bones closer together on the back. Exhale, fold all the way forward. Top of the head reaches down to the floor. No turnout on the feet. Make sure the toes are turned a little bit in, if anything. Two, try to reach the arms away from the back. Pull the upper arm bones together. Three, good. Four. Five, good, release the hands to the floor. Reach out, grab hold of the ankles. As you exhale, pull up on your ankles in order to pull the top of the head down. Elbows can bend out to the sides in order to move the head closer to the floor, even if it doesn't touch. Good, inhale, lift the head and the chest. Exhale, hands grab your waist. Inhale, lift all the way up to standing. Exhale, turn the left toes out. Bend the left knee. Stretch the arms out to shoulder height. Warrior two. Inhale, place the left hand inside of the left foot. Right arm reaches straight up. Good. Now everybody can take the right arm around behind the back. And then up to you. Leave the left hand where it is or take the left arm underneath and connect the hands. So again, lean the left arm into the left leg in order to open up the chest and push the hips more forward. Ah, more. Now straighten the back leg a lot. Good. And then slowly, slowly with breathing, start to extend the front leg. On your inhale, bend your left knee. Place your left hand down. Reach the right arm up. 
Inhale, both hands to the floor. Step into plank pose. Hold your plank pose for a moment. Look forward. Make both legs equally strong and equally straight. And then as you inhale, lift your left toes one inch off the floor. Good. Keep both legs strong and straight. So left leg trying to match the right leg in strength and in straightness. And then put your left foot down. Lift your right foot up. Right leg straightening and strengthening as much as the left leg. And then set it down. Reach your left arm alongside your left ear. Try to keep, keep the hips as square to the floor as you can. And then put it down. Reach the right arm alongside the right ear. Ooh, everyone got braver on this side. I like it. And place the right hand down. Lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, tuck the toes. Seat all the way back to the feet. Then extend the legs downward facing dog. Look, here, here's another way to sort, of, um, to sort of feel that thing about the legs that I was saying earlier. Um, in fact, try this. Lift your heels high up. Lift your heels. Uh-huh. So with your heels lifting, you feel the inner arches lifting, the inner ankle bones, the front of the shin, the kneecap, even the top of the thigh, the flesh of the thigh lifting up. Then lift your buttocks even higher up because you've got that upward energy. Now, you're going to keep all that upward energy at the front of the legs and at the ankle bones and at the arches. You're going to start to descend the heels towards the floor, but go slowly. And don't go so far that you drop that upward energy of the legs. In other words, keep the upward energy, but only go down in so far as you can keep all this happening. Does that make sense? More sense than the first time? Cool. Bend the knees and look forward. Hoppers, step the feet up to the hands. Exhale, fold forward. Inhale, bend the knees and reach the arms up, Utkatasana. Exhale, stand up and release the arms. Good. Bend the left knee into the chest. <coughs> Open your left knee out to the side and place your left heel against your right inner leg. Hands, uh, hands actually start on your hips. Good. And with your hands on your hips, so there is a tendency sometimes when we move into the single leg balances, there's a tendency to, to like, we get in this mentality of going up, or well, like going up too soon. So instead of that, ooh, hey, instead of that, try to go down first. In other words, let your weight and energy sort of settle down into the standing foot. And then once you've let yourself settle down a little bit, then take the top of the chest up. Take the creases of the armpits up. Take the side seams of the body up. Even take the arms up and reach the arms up in such a way that you can bring even more upward energy into the body. Top of the head reaching up. As the upper arm bones move up, can you also open up the sides of the chest even more? Now keep the feeling on the inside one of going up. Don't let everything drop down again. Keep going up with the crown of the head and up with the chest, but just bring the hands to the center of the chest. Good. Top of the head reaches up, chest reaches up, creases of the armpits, side chest, side ribs. Good. And then point your left knee forward. And without touching your left leg, bend your knee higher into your chest. Good. Feel the connection between pressing the right foot down into the floor and lifting the knee even higher. Third time's a charm. Press your right foot down so hard that you could touch your left knee to your chinny chin chin. No, just kidding. <laughs> Release down. 
Three Little Pigs? No? Okay. Do we still do that? I don't even know. Okay. <laughs> Take the right leg into uh, tree pose here. Yep. Good. And then take your hands under your hips. And then see about settling down a little bit first. So let the weight of the body settle down into that standing foot. Once you have that feeling of settling down, settling the weight down, then take the top chest up. Take the armpit chest up. Take the sides of the ribs, the sides of the navel up. Make sure you're not gripping the lower back muscles in order to go up. So go up instead of trying to go forward. And then reach the arms up and continue that upward momentum. As you reach the arms up, connect the upper arm bone into the side chest so that you can lift up even higher. Yes. And then keep that sense of lifting up as you bring the palms of the hands together at the center of the chest. Good. So still there's that internal feeling of going up even though the hands came down to the center of the chest technically. Point the right knee forward and then without touching your right knee, lift it higher into your chest. And then lift it even higher. And then lift it even higher still. And then exhale, release down. Feet together. Okay. Bend the left knee into the chest again. Lace the hands behind the back of the left leg. So you're like cradling the left uh, hamstring with both hands. And then find that imaginary wall behind you. So notice if you're leaning back or if you're gripping the back muscles or hunching forward and try to find that same connection, that same imprint from having our back at the wall at the beginning of class. And then stay nice and upright as you exhale, extend the left leg, flex the left foot, inhale, point the foot and bend the knee. Good, don't lean back. Exhale, flex and extend. Pretend there's a wall one millimeter behind your back. Inhale, point and bend. Exhale, flex, extend. For today, keep your foot flexed, reach your arms up. Go straight up. Again, notice if you're leaning back or something like that and try to go straight up. Even if you can't hold the leg quite as high as you were before, that's okay. Good, now keep both legs super duper straight. And with two straight legs, see if you can swing your left leg back to warrior three without grazing the floor. Both legs straight. Both legs straight. Without grazing the floor with your left sole of your foot. Try that again. So you have to keep the legs super duper straight. And you have to push down even harder with your right foot as you swing your left leg forward and up. Forward and up. Coming back to the previous position. Oh, we ain't done. We ain't done here. <laughs> Don't check out. <laughs> We're not holding it yet. And then go ahead and come all the way through. Don't bend the left knee to come through. And don't take a side route. But try to come straight through with it. Warrior three. One more time like that. Swing it all the way forward and up. All the way forward and up. And then all the way back. Now you can zone out and hold your warrior three. Just kidding. Don't zone out, please. <laughs> Good. Stand all the way up. Bring the legs and the feet together. Let it go for a moment. So, so um, the thing I'm getting at, the thing I'm getting at is how much you use the standing leg to stand up tall. So if you're, if you're kind of slouching a little bit in the standing leg, you won't be able to come through 
You won't be able to swing your leg through without either bending the knee or taking the scenic route, right? So, um, so you actually have to press down more through the standing leg and get, get the standing leg to almost act as if it's longer than the other leg in order to come right through the center, yeah? Let's try the other side. Did you like how I, I orchestrated a little break for you, a little time? <laughs> it was all planned. Okay, <laughs> bend the right knee into the chest. Cradle the right upper leg with both hands. <coughs> Stand up straight and tall. Pretend there's a wall behind you. Good. Try to notice, don't lean back, but go straight up with the back. Yeah, flex the right foot, extend the right leg forward. This looks awesome, you guys. This is the tallest I've ever seen all of us stand up. And then inhale, point and bend. Exhale, flex and extend. Inhale, point and bend. Exhale, flex, extend. Now keep your right foot flexed, even though sometimes we do something else with it. Reach the arms up. Right foot is flexed, right leg is extended. Again, notice the tendency to want to lean back with it. Don't lean back. Pretend, yes, pretend there's a wall behind you. Good. Now, straighten the left leg so much that you can swing the right foot all the way through to warrior three without touching the foot to the floor. And then on the inhale, sweep your right leg all the way forward and through again. Arms reach up. Yes. And then exhale, take it all the way through warrior three. Arms reach back. Good. One more. Inhale, sweep forward and up. Beautiful, and then exhale, take it back. And then hold your warrior three. And inhale, stand all the way up. Exhale, feet together. Okay. Um, go ahead and move the mat over to the wall. Short edge of the mat to the wall. We'll be coming back so you don't have to move everything, everything. Just your mat and yourself. Okay, so we've been working, in fact, let's stand with the back against the wall again, just to remind ourselves, to remind ourselves. So remember the heels can't be right up against the wall. The back of the heels needs to come forward a little bit so that the feet can be under you. And then stand with as much of the back against the wall as you can without distorting the back or gripping the back muscles. And then uh, firm up the legs, firm up the upper thighs, reach the arms forward, lift the center of the chest up, keep the center of the chest lifting up, keep the legs firm, reach the arms all the way up overhead. As you reach the arms all the way up overhead, notice your strategy. Was your strategy to take the ribs forward? That's a lot of people's strategies. Right? So again, the correction isn't to take the ribs, isn't to shove the ribs back, but the strategy is to go up more. Can you lengthen up more through the arms and through the sides of the body such that the front softens into the back and the back softens into the front? And it doesn't become a question of pushing forward or back anymore. Arms alongside the body. So, same thing when we start to turn upside down. In fact, whatever, whatever our natural tendency is when we're standing upright 
whether it's to sway the back or whether it's to round or what have you, will become, you know, very apparent when we go upside down. So that's what we're working up to. So first things first, come to your hands and knees and put your feet all the way back up against the wall. Uh-huh. And then line up your hips over your knees and your shoulders over your wrists. And then move your hands like half a hand's width more forward. Yep. Press back into a short downward facing dog. So it's going to feel a little weird. And then take the right foot onto the wall behind you. And then take the left foot onto the wall behind you. I got you. Come on. Straighten your legs. Keep your feet right there. Don't walk them up any further. Just straighten your legs. Yep, that's it. You've got it. Handstand. See? Amazing. Okay, come on down. Okay, so now we're going to do a little bit of a partner exercise. And I'm going to enlist uh, Rebecca's help in order to help me show. Will you help me show? Okay. I'll, I'll do the hard part. I'll do the handstanding. You can just be my partner. How about that? Wonderful. Okay, so check this out. We're gonna, um, actually, let's go right over here. There's a nice big empty space. So we're gonna take a little bit of a strange handstand. We're gonna try, just like we had our back all the way against the wall, we're gonna try to get as much of the back against the wall as we possibly can, which means it's, imp it's almost impossible to do on one's own because if I try to get really close to the wall by myself, I'm just gonna, f I'm just gonna knock myself back down. I'm not going to be able to stick up there. So that's why I need Rebecca. When I kick up, she's going to hold my legs up against the wall so that I can feel all that alignment and try to get my back aligned against the wall. Make sense? Okay, so first thing I need to do is I'm going to turn my hands a little bit to the side so that like the tip of my thumb, tip of my forefinger at the wall, not the tip of my middle finger. Then also... I can't keep my head lifted like we normally do because I'll bump into the wall. So I gotta drop my head down. Then when I get ready to lift up, you're gonna hold my legs up, right? You better, no. <laughs> okay, so as I swing up, she's gonna grab my legs and stick me to the wall. Yep, stick me right up against there. Amazing. And that way I can feel, is my rib cage going forward? Am I rounding my back? What am I doing here? And then I can push my hands down and push my feet up and feel the elongation, the up and down of it, rather than the forward to back of it, yeah? Okay, move out of the way. <laughs> okay, so um, it's, it's challenging to get up, but that's why we have our partners to help us, okay? Um, so again, turn the hands to the side, make sure you drop your head down so you don't hit your head on the wall, and go, give it a try. Two, four, six, eight. Yeah, give it a try. <coughs> All the way up against the wall, that's right, good. Yes, wonderful, go down and up, go down and up. This looks amazing, yes. No, I mean simultaneously go down and up, but that's also a really good exercise, very good for your shoulders. Push her. Push her legs. There you go. Now, flex your feet. Push down with your hands and reach up with your feet. That's it. Beautiful. Awesome. 
Okay, now we're going to step to the side so she can come down. Amazing. That's great. Wonderful. And then we're going to do the same thing for you. That's why we're here. We're good. So get really, really close. Really, really close. Okay, drop your head down. Lift this leg up. Ready? We got you. Push. Good. Push with your hands. Push with your hands. Push with your hands. We would never, ever let you go. God, what kind of people would we be? Okay. Yeah, flex. Flex, flex. Good. Okay. Move to the side so she can come down. No, you're not. Why would we ever let that happen? Why would we ever? What benefit would... What benefit would we have for ever letting that happen? We are here for you. We are here to support you. Okay. Did both people get to try? No, no, no. no. She's got to hop next time a little bit. <clears throat> Go ahead. Stick her up there. Stick her up there. Plaster her against the wall. <clears throat> Quickly. Push. Yes, Rebecca. Amazing. Do that again. Oh my God. Did you see how much longer she got? That was incredible. She grew to like Heidi Klum heights. I don't know. Isn't she like seven feet tall or something like that? I think so. Head down, head down, head down. Drop your head. No, no, no. Drop your head. Drop your head. Yes. Chin to your chest even. There you go. Okay. Come on down. We got to move on, guys, because we have, one more, we have one more thing to do. So how does this translate now into our handstand practice? Because, I mean, it's not that practical to have a wall exactly behind you every single time you do head, handstand, right? Yeah. So we're going to do one more handstand exercise. And what we'll do is we'll take it a little bit away from the wall. But usually when we do that, Usually when we're working on handstand, what happens is I'm up there, but then you see I'm in this big back bend. My back isn't sort of relating to what the wall is doing. I'm just sort of trying to be there, right? And then when we try to go balance, we like do this Hail Mary thing where we're like, well, I think that's, well, maybe, okay, maybe this time, oh, nope, not, oh, right? So... Let's, let's make it a more precise and scientific process. The way we're going to do that is you're going to start exactly one shin's distance away from the wall, one lower leg distance away from the wall, so that when I get up there, whoops, when I get up there, instead of doing this big backbend thing with my heels at the wall, I'm going to take one foot onto the wall, so I have 90 degrees in my right leg. Then I'm going to gather my legs together so my knees and my upper legs are together. Then I have to organize my back, right? So I'm trying to get my back in relationship to that imaginary wall behind me. And then once I have that, I can reach the other leg up. And that way I'm sort of relate. Sorry, I'm so stuffy. Going upside down is really hard. That way I can relate what's happening in my back body to the verticality of the wall rather than right? The, I mean, the problem comes in, it's not a problem, but <coughs> the thing is, we, we can, 
We can learn to balance in all kinds of different ways. We can, learn, we can even learn to stand in all kinds of different ways. I can balance by compensating my shoulders way back if my hips are way forward. And then if I walk around like this for 30 years and you tell me to stand up straight, I go, I am. What do you mean? Because I am standing up straight. So same with handstand. We can balance in all, by organizing the body in all kinds of different ways, but this is a way to really feel that straight up and down, yeah? Give it a try. Go ahead. <coughs> so mark out your shins distance <coughs> away from the wall. Oh. And then start with your hands where your knee just came from. Good. And then get one foot to the wall. Good, square off the legs. Squeeze the legs together. Don't worry, if you're still hopping, keep hopping. Squeeze the legs together. Now, take the, take the sacrum up and take the ribs up. So lengthen this part. Good, and then see if you can tease the left leg off the wall. Amazing, go straight up, go straight up, go straight up. Almost. No, if you have to do the guessing game, start at your 90 degrees again. Good, squeeze the legs together. Gather the legs all the way together. Go up. Yes! Okay, come on down, everybody. Come back to the middle of the room. Only four hours left. Okay, so come into your downward facing dog. Good, on the inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower chaturanga. Inhale, upward facing dog. Exhale, downward facing dog. Inhale, come forward into a plank pose. Exhale, lower the knees, the chest, and the chin to the floor. Inhale, slide forward into cobra. Exhale, release the forehead down to the floor. Arms alongside the body, palms of the hands facing up to the ceiling. On the inhale, lift up head, chest, and legs for Shalavasana. Good, exhale, release down. <clears throat> Bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. On the inhale, lift up head, chest, and knees, Dhanurasana. Good, exhale, slowly release down. Again, bend the knees, reach back, catch hold of the ankles. And on the inhale, lift all the way up. Dhanurasana, second time.
Good. Exhale, release down. Place the hands on the floor next to the rib cage. On the inhale, pull yourself all the way forward and up into upward facing dog. Exhale, go all the way back, downward facing dog. Good. Inhale, lift your heels high. Exhale, bend your knees and look way past your arms. And then hop your legs all the way through to sit down or walk through and lay down on your back. Bring the feet onto the floor. Lift the hips up. Lace the hands behind the back into a fist. <clears throat> Good, release down. Place the hands on the floor next to the ears, preparing for Urdhva On the inhale, go ahead, lift up. Chin to the chest, slowly release down. Keep the feet on the floor. Place the hands in the feet. On the inhale, go ahead and lift up. Good, chin to the chest, slowly release down. Okay, third time, place the hands and feet. On the inhale, go ahead and lift up. into the chest and slowly release down and then hug the knees into the chest. Good. Take both knees over to the left side of the body as you look to the right. Arms out into a T. Bring the knees into the chest and go the other way. And 
And bring the knees into the chest and come on up to a seated position. Stretch both legs forward out in front of you and fold forward. <clears throat> Paschimottanasana. So there's that saying, with great love, all is possible. And that could be true, but if that gets imbalanced, it also could look like codependency or narcissism on the other end of the spectrum. So there's this way in which that idea of mutuality or, um, you know, that sort of equal parts uh, listening and co-creating, right? Um, that's very important in relationships and in uh, community building. So that, so that we're not sort of either in an, in an imbalanced way, either taking too much or giving too much, right? Lift all the way up to a seated position. Bend both knees into the chest. Open the knees out to the sides. Soles of the feet together. As anyone who... Oh, go ahead and fold forward. Did I not say that part? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> As anyone who's in any kind of functioning community or any kind of functioning relationships know, um, there's always a, a give and a take. There's always, a, you know, sometimes we need to sacrifice a little of what we thought we wanted, and sometimes we need to give more, and sometimes we need to uh, be able to receive as well. Lift all the way up to a seated position. Keep the legs the same, but lay down on your back. <clears throat> So now you can stay just like this in Supta Baddha Konasana, or you can come up into shoulder stand practice, Sarvangasana. Or if you need some other kind of modification for any reason, please let me know, and I'd be happy to offer you uh, something else to do. There's the wonderful uh, poem by Hafiz uh, that goes something like, treat everyone like they are the guest of honor at God's banquet. Sounds good. 
harder to do, harder to actually do it, right? Especially with people you're in conflict with or having a misunderstanding with. <laughs> But it's a good idea. It's a good idea. Like, what if everyone was a special guest, in, even in your home, right? You, when people come to your home, you have a special way of greeting them and treating them and making them feel welcome and at home. And, uh, and I was thinking about that, and I, and I was like, well, you know, the other part of it has to be true, too, because, well, okay, so right as I was reminded of that poem, a, an article came up in my newsfeed, and the article was making the suggestion that to be a better uh, white ally for um, people of color, uh, that, that we learn to be guests If you think about it, when you're a guest in someone else's home, like if they ask you to take off your shoes, you take off their shoes, your shoes, right? That was the example that the article gave. And then I kept thinking about it, and I was like, well, you could take that so much further. When you're a guest in someone's home, you also clean up after yourself. You even maybe offer to clean up, you know, offer to help with the dishes. But you don't insist. So if the host says they don't want help, then you don't, push, you don't get pushy about it either, right? And you enjoy the food a little bit more, and you make sure to say so, right? And there's so many ways in which being a guest, being a gracious guest, is also half of the, uh, the equation. Um, and I loved that. And I thought, yes, that is really helpful, in, both in terms of recognizing the places where we may need to Uh, check our privilege or realize that we're speaking from a, uh, and acting from a place of privilege, but also that could apply to most relationships and um, especially in any times of tension or misunderstanding or conflict. That, yes, treating someone like they're a guest is it, but also being a good guest is it, so that there's, again, that equal parts listening and creating or equal parts sort of... Um, Uh, giving and also responsibility for ourselves. Okay, if you're in shoulder stand, come into plow pose. And then plow pose start to roll down. And then if you took shoulder stand, you can take fish pose, matsyasana, crown of the head to the floor. Bring the chin into the chest and release down. And then if you're in Supta Konasana, start to draw the legs together and slowly start to extend the legs out along the floor. Setting up now for Shavasana. Take some separation between the feet. <clears throat> Let the toes flop open to the sides. 
Let the body start to settle down and relax.
Let the next inhale be a little bit fuller. Next exhale a bit deeper. Take a few fuller, deeper breaths. And then normal breathing. And then one at a time, gather the knees into the chest. Roll towards the right-hand side. And come on up to a seated position. And then uh, go ahead and sit on your two blankets again, just like we did when we were at the wall. <clears throat> And as you sit up on those two blankets, the first thing you might do is just notice what the habit is. Notice what your go-to is. Like for me, I'm pitching my body way forward. My shoulders are way forward over my hips. So see if you can imagine that wall behind you and call up some of that muscle memory, some of that imprint that we've worked on through the class, so see if you can get as much of the back against the imaginary wall as you can without straining and without distorting the upper chest or the lower back. And then even pull the hands back a few inches from where they are now so that you can pull the upper arm bones back. Balance the head and the neck straight over the trunk and then close the eyes. Let the body be still. No more strong breathing. Let the breath just happen on its own. Start to turn the attention inward. Focus on the movement of the breath, or you can focus on any mantra or prayer in any language. Join the palms of the hands together at the center of the chest. So again, we're going to take one of those leaderless ohms to finish the class. So don't, don't wait for me. Listen to each other and co-create the ohm together. 
Beautiful. Namaste. Thank you, everyone, so much for being here with me and for all of your very hard work and your sense of humor and your sense of adventure. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Oh, the... Uh,